You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. This is Father Brian Christensen. I am hosting Real Presence Live with Karen Gibis this morning. How are you doing, Karen? I am so excited for our next interview. Let's not delay. Let's not delay. Let's jump right in. We are blessed to have with us Father... Uh, uh, Father, Doctor. oh my uh, goodness. Well, Look at well, there. Who knows? Wow, Doctor... <laughs> <laughs> takes a little bit more. Dr. Ray Garendi, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, how did your day start? Uh, it started with me waking up. That's pretty yeah? much how I did it. You know what I mean? It, it ended with me falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. So, um, you know, uh, we're getting ready to uh, welcome you to Rapid City, South Dakota here coming up in a couple weeks. November 12th is the Real Presence Live Bank or Real Presence uh, Radio Banquet here in Rapid City. So um, you've never been to Rapid City that you can recall? I cannot, but I'll tell you what, I am excited. Are you guys going to have your um, governor there? I want to meet her. No, not that I'm aware of. I don't. You can meet the bishop of of the Rapid City Diocese, and that's as high as the... But who knows? We we may be able to work that out. We'll really? See. Are you we'll taking see. that upon yourself? We'll, we'll we'll send an invitation out to Governor Noam and uh, see if she can make it out right. to, to to visit uh, to visit. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to welcoming welcoming you uh, to to uh, the Black Hills here, and uh, and looking forward to your presentation. Um, tell me a little bit uh, about uh, how you begin your day, how you prepare for your day, how you how do you enter into your day? I mean, uh, you have a lot of responsibilities and a lot of work that you uh, enter into each day. Um, how does it how does your day start? Well, when I remember, which is about oh, 30% of the time, <laughs> I I try to save my morning offering, you know, mm-hmm, that I don't mm-hmm. uh, and I got some of the stuff that I do throughout the day is at least offered up to our Lord. Uh, I usually remember sometime between when I get up and maybe when I go to bed is usually when I remember. I hope it's retroactive. I, I've been <laughs> checking on the code of canon law, Father, to see if you can go back. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, in God's time, it's all it's one all moment, this, yep, right? Yep. A day is like a so, thousand years. Uh, that's good. I like that timelessness stuff. You know, that helps a lot. Uh, what I've been doing lately, the COVID response has pretty much destroyed my career. Um, uh, for for probably 35 years, the bulk of my career was public speaking. Sure. And uh, I know got a chance to come out to Real Presence a bunch of times there, and we had a bunch more scheduled, but some of them got canceled, and some of them didn't, so that's good. So I'm getting to come out and see you guys. I'm all excited about that. You know, I almost didn't get on the radio because of uh, public speaking, because when they asked me, I said no. Um, I didn't want to be tied to a microphone. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. my wife, my wife pushed me and said, uh, give it six months. And so, so how, so how did, how did, so, so the COVID has changed your, the way that oh, you work, the way that you do, do, do what so. you do. Tell, tell, tell us about that shift. Well, don't get me started on the COVID response because there's just, from so many perspectives, from a psychological perspective, a religious perspective, an emotional health perspective, a physical health perspective, it has been such a, a I believe, personally narrow and, and vehemently, terribly reactive response, especially lately, mm. since we now know a lot more about it than we did. 
However, sure. I don't want to get started in that area because I get ugly emails. <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't get you started on that. <laughs> we have yeah, an idea of where that road's going. You know, Father, if somebody would have told Catholics a year ago, you know, you're not going to be allowed to go to church, yeah, uh, I would right. think yeah. the Catholics would have said, get out of here. We're not going to let that happen. And then like a bunch of sheep, we just kind of went, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. get started. Sure, okay, so sure. all that said, I had about 40 talks canceled. Uh, oh, wow. wow. And interestingly enough, I had thought that they would begin again after the first of the year. Well, I'm surprised at just how many are anticipating uh, still a constricted uh, living environment. I'm, I'm shocked. Just shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of them are saying, no, we want to live life. No, we're going to take whatever precautions we are, have to take. You know what's interesting? I, I'm throwing this in as a, as a kind of a, a side thought here. Do you know what the CDC says is the survival rate for COVID, if you get it now, you have to get it, okay? So your chances of getting it are still about 1 in 100. But if you get it, I say maybe 1 in 50. That's, that's not, not 1 in 100 anymore. 1 in 50. If you get it, you know what the survival rate is for those under 65? Uh, no. You're going to tell me, though. I am. 99.998. Right, right. That's, that's, yeah. So, so do, the, do the math there. Let's see, that's 1 in 100, 1 in 1,000, 1 in 10,000. 2 in 100,000 mortality. Now, okay, one has to ask the question, is what's happening all around us to our physical health, our well-being, our domestic violence, suicide rates through the roof, one quarter mm-hmm. of college kids seriously threatening suicide. What, what is I mean, the, the unintended consequences are everywhere. And I think right. we need to balance this out. But never mind. You got me started. No, you know, it, it, I mean, it is. I mean, there's a lot of lot of emotions on all of this, and, and so many people are confused by the various governmental agencies, health agencies, their own personal doctors, the response of different parishes and churches and dioceses across the across the whole world, and even here in our own nation. So, lots of confusion set around this response as you well i think you know father as well as i do when you start kicking god out of a lot of places Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden this life becomes oh my gosh i can't take the slightest risk of anything in this life because this is it well i have to say that the people in rapid city are excited that you are coming to do our banquet we have over 200 people signed up for our banquet which to be fair is less than last year but a lot more than you know, than I guess other people are getting at this point. So we are excited to hear what message you are going to share with us that night. Now, I do have to say, Dr. Ray, that Teresa Tamio was invited to speak at our Rapid City Banquet two years ago, and she did a phenomenal job. She had a great presentation. What's your plan to top her? Oh, that's not hard. Uh, she's getting <laughs> a little elderly, and, you know, sometimes she, she needs a teleprompter. Okay, that's all right. You know, you guys put the teleprompter up back there. I would yeah. say this. This is, what, this is what I guarantee, Karen. Okay. That the people who come, whether they're parents or grandparents, will certainly have their spine strengthened to stand strong against the culture no longer on their side, be it parenting, marriage, religion. They, I guarantee even further, they will laugh 
hard. <laughs> and that's something that's we need right now. There's no question about that. They will come away laughing. And I'm glad that you guys decided to get Teresa as my lead-in act. That's nice. I mean, she can get the Frisbees and the Beach Balls gone for the main act. I got that. That's good move yeah. on your part. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were really thinking ahead on that one, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. now, the night of the banquet, now... I know there are some young adults, uh, college students. In fact, my couple of my kids, um, 19, 17 years old, they're going to be coming to the banquet. Is this message going to help them too? Yes. I guarantee they will relate to it. Not necessarily that they will say, oh, good, I've got some pointers to, to bring away to potty train my three-year-old kid. Nothing like that. But they will relate to it in the sense that it's an overall look at what's going on out there. So, yeah, and, and I, even, you, I even tell parents, bring, you know, I take 12 on up. The kids love it. Because I make fun of their parents, too. They like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just have to tell you, my, my kids listen, my, my older kids listen to you every single day. Um, they call it the... That is do- sick. Karen, that is sick. You're going to get in trouble with children's services for that. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I tell you, this is, you're going to just laugh. Well, maybe not. So they call it the Dr. Bray hour and they tune out and I have to like threaten to take away Real Presence Radio from my house because they're not doing their schoolwork because they have to listen to Dr. Ray. But the worst part about it is they'll come and say, you know, Dr. Ray said today that if your parent, your kids like this, that, you know, you'd have a much better time with those younger kids parenting them. And I have to remind them that I'm deprogramming the bad example that they had gave already. <laughs> but they do. They pass along all your parenting advice to me. I don't even have to listen. I get the cliff notes every day from my kids. Karen, first of all, you, you can't do this to your children. You, you need to let them get out more. That's the first thing. <laughs> Secondly, can you imagine what they're going to tell their therapist because of what you did all these years? As long as I don't have to pay for it, it's all fine. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, though. And I I, I got this word from EWTN and, and Real Presence. Uh, they have nominated me for the spiritual before picture of Catholic media. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay, so if I'm just going to give our listeners, if you want to come here, Dr. Ray speak in Rapid City, you need to go to realpresenceradio.com slash banquets and look for the Rapid City link that you can sign up to come Thursday, November 12th. But we also have banquets in Sioux Falls, Tuesday, December 1st, and Aberdeen, Thursday, December 3rd, which Dr. Ray will be there in person with his sparkling personality and creative wit and all of that great stuff. But we did have to cancel a couple banquets based on the current situation, which we are not going to speak on. But those two banquets, the Bismarck Banquet and the Rochester Banquet, we are going to have as a virtual event. And also an encore performance for those in-person banquets here in South Dakota. And that encore and or original virtual event will be December 10th. That's on a Thursday. And Dr. Ray, we are. We have word that you're going to record a completely different presentation than what you're going to give in person in the Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Aberdeen banquets, correct? Yes. Now, I don't know if they know this. I've spoken to, to some of the folks that I'm going to have to charge you by the word on those, okay? <laughs> it's that, you know. 
Okay, if uh, we will limit you to what ten minutes? I don't know what the going rate is per word, but uh, it could be a good deal. It could be a good deal. Yeah, well, talk slow. You can talk slow, Doctor Ray, and we'll we'll all be good. And it'll all be really tiny words too. Really tiny words. It <laughs> really? is the uh, a and. By the Dr. way, I tell the folks listening that if they come out, I guarantee, no question, they will be entertained. They no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I get to introduce you, I think. Yeah. So, uh, Father Brian is the MC for the Rapid City so Banquet. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be, uh, this is like a warm-up today. Yeah. For November 12th. Father Brian, I, I probably shouldn't say this, because you're a man of the cloth, but, you know, word has gotten back to me that some of my stuff has been showing up in your homilies. Ah. And I don't mind that, but I'm getting no credit. <laughs> we'll see what we can footnote on that. We'll see what we can footnote. Now, tell me, um, as as you're looking out on the world today, what's what's the thing on your heart today that really you want to speak to? The state of what's coming up, the choices, the the absolute uh, chasmic choices in our election coming up. Okay. That's, that's Weighing on me big time. I've been praying that the Lord, good Lord brings what is best for us in a fair way, so that uh, all the, not not what I think is the best, but what but He knows what is the best for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, I've been praying hard on that one. I think a lot of people have. No, I think you're right. I think a lot of people have uh, praying in the the novena. Um, leading up to the elections, lots of prayer across our our country and across our state here and and locally here in Rapid City as well. Parishes having specific holy hours to pray for our nation and pray for the decisions that are coming up uh, going forward. What uh, what uh, what what advice do you do you give to our listeners uh, as we approach uh, November third and and the, and the days afterwards? You know, Father, the nice thing about getting older. Uh, I start yelling things like, "Hey, you kids, get off my lawn!" Okay, <laughs> but I also, I also can speak. I think more boldly because of age. And one of the things I say a lot is, if you can think that it is okay to crush a baby's skull as it is being born, I don't even say abortion anymore. Abortion is mm-hmm. fuzzy to work. I say crush a baby's skull as it is being born. If you think that's okay, then I am not shocked by any way you think about anything. Mm -hmm. That's how twisted your thinking has become. And that that you you cannot you you know the the people who say I'm a I'm not a one issue voter. You know what I do? I look at them and I say, okay. Pick a candidate that you completely, totally agree with every single position that candidate has, except the candidate says, if elected, I will say that those people over 75 uh, no longer have any kind of health care because they're, they're stopping up 90% of our health care dollars, mm-hmm. and we need to have more money for other things. I said, would you vote for a person like that? And virtually everybody says, no. I said, well, then you are a one-issue voter. <laughs> the question comes down to what issue. I don't know. I'm getting feisty. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, these are these are these are important things. You know, and as we consider the dignity and sanctity of human life, um, from conception till natural death. I mean, I think uh, the that's the the we can't we can't we can't overlook it. There's no way. Well, I would hope, and I, you know, I was kind of shocked because this was about two weeks ago on the radio show. 
I had a number of people call in, and they, I guess they were Catholic radio listeners, and they considered themselves about Catholics, but their attitude was, I don't have to vote pro-life. I don't have to. Uh, minimum wage is just as important, I guess. I don't know. I was. We, we definitely got into it. It was uh, feisty. Sure, 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 sure. Um, as far as far as um, just the just looking at the culture as a as a whole, right? How 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 do we how do we start to work our way out of this uh, this current secularism and, and you know really um, as you said earlier, where God is missing, there's no life. The good news is that movements in any society have pretty much come from a determined minority. You can't mobilize a majority on just about anything except maybe Elvis is still alive. But short of that, uh, the minority is what moves the society, the passionate minority. And right now you're seeing that in what is called progressivism or secularism. I don't call it progressivism, I call it regressivism. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing that, that there are very vocal, militant, progressive, if you will, minority that is dictating how the majority is supposed to think. Well, at some point, reality always wins. And you want to call reality God, I think that's fair. Uh, and these things implode. They collapse upon themselves, I hope, uh, before too much damage is done. And therefore, we have hope. Because God says, do it this way, not that way. It's going to turn out the way he says. Um, and in the meantime, a lot of bad things will happen, and people of good faith could lose hope. And you can't. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You can say, we, we have the truth, and hopefully this truth will convince more and more people. I mean, you've seen that even in the pro-life movement. I mean, you go look back at the, at the polls back in the 70s and 80s. The country was very pro-abortion. Very much. It's not that way anymore. It's not that way. It's, it's, at best, it's divided. But in fact, if you start drilling down further into the numbers, uh, we have a pro-life majority. Mm-hmm. So things can shift. It truly can. Who would have ever thought you had one political party coming out and unabashedly proclaiming pro-life? I mean, that was that was poison 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dr. Ray, we have to end our interview with you. I don't really want to, but there's other things they're telling us. Eli's whispering in our ear saying, you have to move on. You have to move on. So, Don't listen to them. I know. I it's, always I, do that. I, you they know, tell me, move on. I say no. I should, take, I should take my cues from you, Dr. Ray. Well, we here in Rapid City are looking forward to meeting you. So if anyone here listening wants to come to the Rapid City Banquet, get on realpresenceradio.com slash banquet. And then also, Dr. Ray, are you bringing your books with you to, to be able to sell and sign for people? Yes, I'm bringing all the titles. And I've discovered the secret to writing a, a lot of books. You know what it is? What? You, you can't worry about them being very good. Oh, well. You know, <laughs> if Excellent. You, if you start stretching for quality, it slows you down. Well, there you go. Well, guys, come and get some interesting books by Dr. Ray at our banquet. And then also look for those other banquets if you're in the Sioux Falls and Aberdeen area. And then encourage your friends and family to sign up for our virtual event, which will be December 10th. Also, you can find all that information, realpresenceradio.com slash banquet. Well, thank you, Dr. Ray, for being on, and we will see you in a couple of weeks.
Thank you, Kira. Thank you, Father Brian. God bless. All right. Well, we're going to go to a, a quick break, and then we will be back to see who won the donuts this week. So stay tuned with us. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 